What up, what up, what up, everybody? Welcome back to Chopping It Up. It's your boy, it's your boy, it's your boy, it's your boy, Tasma Holloway. And I got an interviewer in the room. Um, super, 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 super. Um, man, he doesn't need a he doesn't need no introduction, man. He's a he's a legendary lender, legendary real estate agent, legendary leader. Uh he's just somebody that I've extremely admire. Um, have been working with the last couple of weeks. And he's got some great show on the way. I want to introduce my guy, Andre Jones. Uh, my bad, Andre, top producer Jones. Don't forget <laughs> that. Make sure you put that in the uh, top, you know, uh, font as well. But, uh, yeah, Andre, uh, give the people a little bit of a quick background check on who you are and uh, your story on where you're from and the origin of where you got to where you're at now. Right. Just a, a little bit of it, though. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I'm from Anchorage, Alaska, believe it or not. I know most people are like, well, black people live in Alaska? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the government, when they pay you money to send you there in the military, that's where you end up. I was born up there, born and raised, um, and moved here in 2003. Mm-hmm. Uh, been in the industry as a whole since 2005. Okay. Uh, I was a lender from 05 to about 2016. Okay. And then uh, moved over to the real estate side. In 2019, full okay, time. okay, and so when you when you when when you first originally got into let's say lending, did you have any background experience in sales, or you just kind of jumped in this like I got to make some money, I'm trying to make some moves, and absolutely. So so my background, I've been in, I've been selling since I was 18 years old, and I remember my life changed when I was 16 flipping burgers at Wendy's. The GM for Sears Roebuck came in and said. Man, he saw me singing and dancing and flipping burgers like, hey, I'm not surprised. And he said, have you ever thought about sales? And I said, sales? He said, man, if you ever want a shot, call me. Well, I I didn't go see him until uh, I was 18. And I remember going to see him and I said, look, you saw something in me and I'm here to let you know. I'm here to answer the call and show you what I can do. I can show you better than I can tell you. And uh, my first sales job, it was crazy. I was 18, which was clear and probably like, Eight grand a month in 1998. That's a lot of money yeah, back, back then. Yeah, back then. I mean, that's gas a shit was ton of money. A gallon, yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, that was a shit ton of money back then, man. So, I mean, I just found my passion with helping people, uh, using my mouth and, and using my knowledge, my product knowledge to help guide people with their decision making. And that was on a retail level. I think it was only natural that we progressed uh, to the point where we went to mortgages and real estate. Damn. And so, um, Originally, seeing you're from Alaska, like people have the uh, interpretation or the misconception of Alaska thing, believing that Alaska is like all just igloos and cold snow. And yes. there's a lot, believe it or not, there's a lot of money in Alaska. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like people, there's a lot of like, um, you know, international people coming in and doing business and things like that. And a lot of it. How's the real estate market in Alaska? Like, is it cool? Is it is it smooth? Or? I mean, it's just like here. I yeah. mean, the, the market is unpredictable. But you know, one thing we know for certain with real estate. People are always going to need homes for their family. Correct. Um, well, I would describe Alaska because that is a misconception. We don't live in igloos out there. Uh, <laughs> we do have, you know, the, they have a lot of great jobs on the slope, mm-hmm. a lot of great jobs. Cost of living is decent. Um, this, it's a melting pot. Yeah, I love it's that. It's a melting pot. There's so much diversity with different ethnicities, different uh, races. So, I mean, I think that actually helped me in my sales journey because I was able to work with different ethnicities and different races and just adapt and craft and adapt my craft to that. We're dealing with multiple different um, people and their personalities. Okay. And so did you, when you when you first got into your sales jobs, was there anything that when you was going up the hurdle of getting getting familiar with sales, having the word response, the, the, the comfortability with sales, did you ever come to a point where you were like, 
roadblocked or kind of stuck where you're like, man, or where you just like, where you just like, you know, um, like a type of person who just picks up on it and gets to it quick. And the, like you, because when I work with you, what I've seen, and I, obviously I work with him off camera, and from what I've seen is he's hands on, he's slick. So did you develop that, or were you, is something like a gift that you're born with? I think it's a little bit of both, to be honest. I mean, it, like they say, the game's either in you or on you. Come on, well, it's, it's both. <laughs> I think I both. It's in me and yeah. on me. You yeah, know? I like that. Um, no, I, I, it's it's always been fun to me. I'm yeah. 18, yeah, making that kind of money. Yeah, no kids. Yeah. I, I mean, I was in a retail setting, instead of selling electronics. So it's it's really about they have a need, and you want to fulfill that need in the best position. Um, sitting, putting yourself in a situation where you're you're a servant, you're serving them, and kind of catering to them, and making sure all their objections or concerns are addressed. And that's in any uh, any level of sales, whether it's retail or up to home purchases or commercial purchases. Mm. I mean, it, it's just the basics. And we know in the basics, if people like you, they're going to do business with you. That is true, yeah, because you're not only just buying, the obviously, the product or you're not just doing you know, a deal with somebody or having a relationship, but they're also buying Andre Jones, you know what I'm saying, or they're buying Tasman Holloway, you know, um, I see that, you know, as I've gotten in real estate, you know, and that's obviously with any business, you know, when you go buy a product from Nike or a product from like, let's say the Apple iPhone, mm-hmm. you know, you're buying, we know what Steve Jobs has created, but we're obviously buying, you know what I'm saying? We're buying Steve Jobs. We're buying his product. So we're buying from the person that's, con- you know, obviously creating the, I guess the relationship for the consumer to purchase something. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what I've learned over time is that, you know, um, that's how you really gauge with people is, you know, they, they buy you. You know what I'm saying? Because you could, you could, you could. There's, they say for every every one person, they know twelve real estate agents. So I feel like for you to have created the lane that you've created, it, it they're really buying Andre at this point because you got a lot of real estate agents who are out here trying to sell properties, and they they might give you the information, but when people work with you, they're like, yo, there's something about this guy. I'm buying this guy. You know what I mean? And you've kind of like, I think you've mastered that in in obviously being in sales for a long time because it's it's. It's one thing to sell a cell phone, but it's a lot to sell a house, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then sell a hundred houses, you know, because when you're selling a cell phone, you know, nowadays they don't even have, they don't even have, back in the day when we were selling cell phones, you had to sign a contract. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? You had a contract Absolutely. with whoever who was with. So nowadays I think it's just like you can just go in there, get a phone, get a con- get a, a, a couple lines, and then, you, can, you know, do whatever you want. But so, so if taking us back a little bit to when, you know, younger Andre, what was your, what was it like being in Alaska and just what was the Andre – um, back in the eighties and nineties, like what was it? Mm. Who like who, were you? Were you were you church? Were you church? Were you with your with your father, your mother? What was that Andre like? You know what? I, I love that you went there. Yeah. I, I uh, growing up, I had the traditional. I was we were the Huxtables. Okay. You know, like hey, my mother. I had a, one sibling with the same parent, I, and, and you don't see that much much in today's environment. Most of you have a diverse family set. Um, but I have, you know, my father and my mother were together until my mother unfortunately passed in 2015. Oh, sorry to hear that. Yeah, in okay. 1980s, man, that was a beautiful time, man. No, no electronics. I mean, you just had to go out and play. Play. And, and we were in a circle. Great <laughs> fun, huh? It was fun. It was yeah. fun. You yeah. know, you got to explore. I mean, even the movies were just a little bit better, you know. But um, I loved my childhood. I don't take it for granted. I, I feel like Alaska's kind of sheltered. Like, if people at the time, they didn't know much about it, mm-hmm. you know. But now it's got more exposure and it's growing. Correct, in a I, I agree. But I mean, I wouldn't take my childhood away. I mean, you know, it was. I think the diversity, being around different cultures. I mean, my best friends growing up were Filipino, Caucasian, really uh, Polynesian. It's a lot of diversity up there. A lot of diversity, yeah. but it, it helps when you're dealing with different cultures and learning those different cultures and learning 
you know, learning about them and, you know, what's important to them, what's not important to them. And it just, it, I think it assisted me with my development. But my both my parents are extroverts. I mean, my house, I mean, it, no, everybody's loud as hell in my house. <laughs> I feel like we yeah. were the clumps in that, the sense of, hey, it's that's loud amazing, man. and you, love you got, hard. And, and, you know? and rest in peace to moms because I'm, I'm pretty sure she's looking down and seeing what her son has, you know, uh, created and accomplished. And she, she can't be more than proud from heaven. Um so in Alaska, we, we know you was in Alaska for a majority of your life. And then what, what kind of brought you down to the Washington area in the Pacific Northwest? So the beautiful thing about that story, uh, I came down here on vacation in 2020. No, no, 2002. Okay. With my cousin and one of my best friends in the whole world. And we had a ball. I mean, okay. back then, you know, that's when like Black Planet was popping off. <laughs> Uh, uh, Nelly had the dance moves going, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, we met a couple honeys on yeah, there, yeah. and uh, we okay. were like, "Let's go see what Seattle's about." Okay. And we went to we went to Seattle, and we came down here, and we were like, "Okay, this is different. Every five minutes, you're in a different city." Okay. And then we were like, "Oh, let's go to Canada." Oh, Lord have mercy. I, look, I I am a firm believer. I think in the Bible when they were talking about Canaan, the land of milk and honey, <laughs> they just misspelled Canada. But anyways. <laughs> Shout out to the Canadian had, women. Hey, yeah, I absolutely. hear stories. I be here. I ain't been there yet, but I be hearing. Uber, Lord have mercy. Uh, Changed our lives, man. I mean, we missed our flight back, coming back. You know, you like, serious? maybe we didn't leave. Oh, my God. And uh, I, I never forget my cousin. I'm like, come on, man, we got to go. I mean, he had fell in love. I said, man, we got to go. But uh, it was close enough to home, but far enough away. I can get home in three and a half hours if I need to, but it's the real world. And I say that in the sense of with Alaska being so sheltered, Again, you can go all around town in five in ten minutes. You can do boop 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 done. In Alaska, Here, in, in Alaska, okay. It's like a big square. Like it's just, and everybody knows everybody. Um, at, at least at the time that I was growing up. Okay. Um, with regards to here, it was like, wow, you got Renton, you got Tukwila, you got Kent, Tacoma, and everything has its own flavor. Everyone has their own person. Every city has its own personality. I could agree with that, yeah. Yeah, I could agree so with that. So that intrigued us. It, it intrigued me. I was like, man, I have never been exposed to this. Yeah, yeah, I, I could said, agree so with that. I want to dive in. And so I got home, and, uh, and I think at the time I was selling cell phones, and we were, shit, I was making 18 grand a month. I was doing good. This is good money back in 02. You were making like, how much a month? Eight to 10,000 a oh month. Oh, my God. So you're like, how, how old are you at that time? Uh, uh, 21. Okay, 21. so you're 21, pulling in 10 grand. Man, you got grown men in 2023 making, I don't think they're making that kind of money Look, right now. I'm so. telling you, sales is the highest paying in the industry without a college degree. Yes, I agree. I, I sold it. cell phones, so I know. I, I sold oh, cell phones absolutely. for uh, singular, uh, I believe I sold for, back in the day it was AT&T, and then, uh, you, and you, speaking of which, mm-hmm. we know we have a, a, a colleague, we both know Zach, you know, because I was selling phones with the same company as Zach. Mm. In 2004, okay. we were at South Center Mall. Yep. Um, he, I mean, he was at Verizon, and then uh, I was with this other company. I forgot what the company was, but he was he was called. So, I mean, we got and shout out to my boy Zach because he, he does real estate now as well. He's a, he's working with a builder. Um, but nah, it's just crazy because you clearly knew what you were doing, making eight to ten grand a month. That's not that's not just some flyby money. That's a lot yeah, of money in 2002. You got to think gas back then is what, 50 cent a gallon, no, 75 no, cent a gallon? 79, 70, yeah, 79 you know, cents a gallon. Yeah, that's low, for you know what I mean? So, yeah. for, and, and think about it, a house back then maybe cost 100 grand. Man. If that. Yeah. You know, so yeah. think about that. You're pulling 10. You're almost at that point. That's like you're clearing well over 120 grand a but year. But they don't educate us. Like, yeah. you know, in terms of when you're making that kind of money, you know, you're like you're, you're not educated. I, I wish I could go back and talk to my younger self and invest properly. 
You know, correct, but, correct. You know, it, it's coming. But that's why we need people like you, and that's mm-hmm. why this interview was so important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, a little backstory on how this all even came about is: I was getting ready to head to Miami. Um, I was headed to Miami to go talk to somebody else with a different company um, with EXP. I was at currently at the time I was at Windermere, and um, happened to be walking out. I seen two people walking in. Andre's name came up. Now I know a couple colleagues that have mentioned Andre to me prior. Um, and I'm a, I'm a spiritual person. I believe in God makes no mistakes. And as I was walking out, um, they were saying, Hey, we're going to link up with Andre Well, my dog and I'm getting sick. And I ended up canceling my flight to Miami and I stayed in town and I had a meeting with Andre after the meeting with Andre. I was sold. I'm a big firm believer of personality, energy, and, uh, just, you know, value. How is a person, how do they value? How are they in the room? People like people that are his status would be very cocky, very uh, misleading, very um, condescending. You know, like just, just don't, they don't really care. I've been in this game. I've been on people. I've reached out to a lot of agents and they kind of give you the high side. And it's okay. I get it. You know, when you're in this industry, it's really, really hard to real estate. It's very competitive. I understand it. But he had a good personality and something that I was, I, I liked into. I was like, well, this guy's cool. Like he's, he's super fun. Like he's funny. Like he's just cool. And then we get, but when he gets to business, he meant business. So I happened to just link with Andre, and then I, I just kind of sat back for the last couple of weeks. Obviously, we're, we're construing a team, and things are going on behind the scenes. I don't want to give too much out, but um, I just seen how how magnified uh, he was about his business, and then I seen how in-depth he was about how he runs the business and then how he handles it because he has a lot going on. A person doesn't sell 100 houses, and then it just it flies by. You know, I mean, I've been in this industry. People, oh, I sold 20 houses this year. I sold 15, you know, whatever houses. And so when I seen that, it let me know he did this by himself. You know, and if you don't think about real estate, writing offers, you don't think about going to do the open houses, going to do, I mean, there's when you have listings, buyers, uh, you got to deal with uh, escrow, uh, lenders. <laughs> I mean, the list goes on. I mean, you got to deal with title. I mean, it's just it's a lot. You got to do with the other agent on the other side of the deal, and he's doing this by himself. So I want to kind of give people a little insight on that. When you when you first got into real estate, because I'm it's my first year, and your first year in real estate was a lot different than my first year. Absolutely. So when you first got into real estate, when you first passed that test, I want I want to kind of understand what because you were in lending, so you kind of had a mm. a lot of familiarity with real estate, but you weren't just kind of like blind to the the idea or the fact of it, but when you got your license, you're like, okay, what was that game plan looking like back then? It, so, it was 20, 2018, 2019? It was like 2013. 2013, okay. 2013. So, okay, you got your license. Then what was the game Actually, plan back 20, then? 2015. 2015, sorry, okay, okay, okay. Uh, well, here's the game plan. Look, I, as a lender, uh, I was in 47 states, and California was one of those, and California, if you hold a, the real estate license, you can add a mortgage endorsement. Mm. It allows you to do both. So I wanted to get that license so that I can hire or attract agents that also were lenders. Mm. So I did that. And that, honestly, look, I'm, I'm a nerd. I ain't going to lie. Look, growing up, I was a nerd. <laughs> High water pants, chess club champion. That's right. Chess club. Nah, Harvard man. Society. Tell them how it is, man. They got to um, know, man. This, this is what built the, this is what built the, the guy oh, you are today, man. Absolutely, you my best I mean? friend in the world. Still, he he's the biggest nerd I know, but I love yeah, him. Yeah, it's brother. gonna be a uh, listen. But, hey, all young guys out there, man, listen to this, man. Don't don't get it confused. Ain't nothing gangster about going up the road to Pierce County or to any of these little jails. And man, listen to this, man. I'm telling you, I work with him every day, and I, I'm still starstruck. You know, I mean, I'm in real estate. I deal with it all day. I eat real estate. I sleep real estate. I'm telling you, 
Uh, this is not normal what he's accomplished and what he's done and where he's going. So you've got your license in 2015. Mm-hmm. You get in. You're like, okay, I'm about to get this popping. And that was in California. But see, California, in Ca- I remember you telling me that. Yeah, it was in California. It was in California. So I had to fly down there. And look, I, normally I blew through every test. I passed them all. I was, you know, I flew down there. I took the test. It was like three hours. Because I took, I didn't think the basic test. I took the broker test. Like the managing broker's test. Okay. So cause the difference I, between the managing broker test. And the real estate test is like another 150 questions. <laughs> oh, my God. It's tough. So <laughs> I, I went in there, and I flunked. I ain't going to lie. They don't tell you to the end, too. So you get up. You're thinking, ah, they hand you an envelope. You walk out. I was like, damn, I'm going to a plane ticket. Yeah. I got to go back. Everyone's like, oh, Dre, you ass. I'm nah. But I rectified that. I went back a week later, passed it, flew out of control, uh, flew past the colors, the guy started doing the uh, the grizz, Grizzly, the Grizzly. You know okay, what I'm saying? Okay, I did okay. that before my job did, you know? <laughs> but uh, I uh, ended up giving a call to Washington State and was like, hey, I'm licensed in Cali. What's up? Can I get licensed here? And it's a reciprocal license. They, they they communicate with one another. So they're like, you have the managing broker's test down there? Absolutely. You can just take the test here. You're good. Wow. I said, okay. So I took that test, and voila, I was licensed after 2015, but I didn't put it to work. Until 2019, because at the time I was married, and my wife was a real estate agent, so it may, I did the loans, she did the homes. Oh, okay, okay, so that makes there sense. Was no incentive for me to that, rush into rush into yeah. real estate, but I had the experience from seeing so many contracts. Damn, that okay, that makes a lot of sense. That you was you was goaded before you was goaded. <laughs> well, I was I was very a very very heavy producing lender. If yeah. you had the people in the streets, you know, I, I again I had over. 70 employees. We were in 47 states. Damn. Offices in Hawaii, uh, Vegas, Cali. So we were heavy. We, so when I do something, I try to do it big. Yeah, I see like that. I don't he, play games with He it. don't play no games. I'm telling no. you, I, I work with him. I've worked with him almost every day for the last month. It brought on play no games. So your wife's doing the lending, and then you get it. Okay, so in 2019, you swap over to real estate, obviously full-time. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, I'm about, to, I'm about to tack this bear by the neck, and I'm about to go get it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So when you get into the game, this is prior to COVID. The market is it's kind of it's the homes have in twenty, I feel like two thousand eight nine they they were like roughly 2010, 11, 12, over like two hundred grand. Yeah, average, they were right? like about one eighty nine, two hundred. By twenty nineteen, them joints are four hundred, five hundred. Mm-hmm. They didn't gain some equity now. They so you did, come into the yeah, game with meat on the bone, and and the rates were in the twos. They were the twos. They I were mean, in the twos. Could, yep. I mean, yep. You couldn't beat that. Yeah, it exactly. Was like free money. Yeah, free money. Yep, yep. So, and I mean, you're getting equity when you move in. I take it right. I, well, well, you know, because at that time, I wouldn't even call it a seller's market heavy yet. Okay, okay. But in 2019, I mean, it was still affordable. Everyone was still could afford homes. You can get a nice home, three hundred thousand, three fifty, easy. But they were starting to progress into the fours and the fives, depending on what county you purchased in. Okay, okay. But uh, I think in my first, I started full time in. May of 2019. Ooh, right before COVID. Year, I, I had man, I think my GCI was like 275. I had sold 26 houses. Your in like first six year, months. six months, not six, even first six year. Six months, he sold 27 houses. Mm-hmm. And oh at that God. time, my money was funny and my change was strange. Yeah, so I can went, can yeah. you give them a little bit of that? So prior to this, you guys, I'm, I want to give, you, I want because I want I need people to understand this because I'm I'm living in the testimony of. This shit is hard. It can it can break you mentally. If every day you're like, fuck it, I want to give up. You know what I mean? So I heard this story off camera about what happened when you left because he sold cars. You guys, he did sell cars, mm-hmm. and he had a situation happen one of his properties where somebody had thrashed it. Yeah, and somebody had thrashed one of his properties, and 
you want to kind of give them a little bit of light on that? Oh, oh, oh absolutely, man. Yeah. I mean, it's part of my story, and I'm yeah. never ashamed. People are like, are you, you know, I tell my friends this story, and they're like, man, I like, I need y'all need to hear this. I love your story because it's like it's such a testimony to the grace mm-hmm. and goodness of God, because mm-hmm. He will never leave you or forsake you. But at the end love of the it. day, and my mother was a pastor. She was my parent. She was the one I talked to twice a day. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I kind of, I lost her in 2015, and I was actually bedside with her when she passed, mm-hmm. and I couldn't help her, man, and it was just the worst feeling I ever I remember. I can imagine, jeez. And uh, it, it messed me up. It messed me up. It messed me up mentally. I actually, you know, I just stopped caring, and I started making bad decisions. Yeah. Resentment and to the to to, to, no, the, to the wise like yeah, why 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 my mom like right I, I don't care I don't, yeah, I don't care, care. If I can the bills are paid or not yeah. I, I'm gonna just YOLO it was a YOLO mentality it mm-hmm. wasn't healthy yeah but it was how I was dealing with the loss you had of to cope my, yeah I lost yeah. my father the same way so I could totally understand I watched my father pass so I could totally understand absolutely so, so I, I I ran into financial hardship I mean and that's the thing I I had enjoyed being wealthy. And I damn near almost lost everything. You know, I was living off rental income from my pr- rental properties. I think I was at the point, like I said, I told you I was at a car lot. And the only reason I went into the car business is because I wanted to do financing. Mm-hmm. They, they make about three hundred. They making good money. They was making back money. then three hundred k in twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen. That was good Man. money. You know, That's and really I said, good Lord, money. I don't need to make a million again. I don't need to do this. I just just give me two hundred, three hundred thousand. I'll be cool. You know. And uh, but you have to. And that, that's an industry that I have mad respect for because you already start with a negative stereotype. And stereotypes suck, but they're real. They are. Note this. I agree. And, I mean, you're already coming off. Like, uh, they're trying to rip you off. It's full of hustlers and things of like that. Yeah, so car salesmen get bad rep. They, they have a bad rep. They so, bad if, rep, if yeah. you succeeded that, the Lord be with you. Yes, I bless you. <laughs> I pray for you. But uh, I was, I damn near was going bankrupt, my friend. And I remember I was at a car lot and the GM I, I was killing I was doing good at the last car lot I was I was selling Hondas Hondas kind of sell themselves facts I agree so you know I was happy because I was actually selling a product I believed in and then I really didn't have to go above and beyond I didn't have to go extra and he said man you need to make a choice because he heard me I was doing trying to do real estate part time and this is what I would tell people if you're thinking about taking the plunge in real estate invest in yourself just go all in because I can't work for another company that puts a dollar figure on my time. Mm. And, you know, you determine how much your income is in real estate. I agree. So I can't work for another place that just pays me an hourly wage. It's disrespectful. Half the time you're working more than the, the people you're working for. You're working harder than them, and they're making the lion's share of the money. But he said, Andre, I had a client, and I had I think I had negative $200 in the account. Damn. I was hurting, man. This is I mean, in what I'm year? sleeping on people's couches, man. 2015, 2016? Yeah, 2015, no, 2016. No, 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 no. Let's fast forward to 2019. From 16, I wasn't struggling until about 18, 19. So this is just literally five years ago, you guys. for two years. Yeah. So I wasn't making no income, but I was living off the money I had saved. Yeah. But at some point, it, it runs out. I'm, it, I'm it going runs through out. it right now. It's running low. It runs the low. So to, you got to do something to replace it. So, yeah. I, I, you know, I had to be humbled, man. And I think God allows stuff to happen to you. You know, he gives us free will. Yep. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, he never left my side. Yeah, I love and it. And I never forget, I, I had a client, and I had the potential to make a commission of like 15000 And that would have changed my life at that time. And uh, the GM was like, you're a good salesperson, Mr. Jones, but you got to make a choice. Either sell cars or sell houses. And I got a call. It was, it was a Saturday because they were mandatory in the uh, car industry. Yeah, you got me. It was means on Saturday, man. That's why and I didn't do there, it. Eight o'clock for the meeting. That's why I didn't do it. Yep. Eight to nine. Yep. Hey, I don't want to hear your mouth. You want this job or not? You got to keep it. Yeah, you got to be there. And they called me and said, Andre, we love you, but we had to go with another agent because you weren't available. 
And that just broke my heart, and I said it that lot, and I think I made draw that day. I didn't make no money. And I just said, I can't do this again. If I'm going to lose, I'm going to go out on my own terms, period. <sighs> so I'm a, if I'm going out, now here's the, here's the kicker. So Damn. I had rentals, which I was living off of, and then the rent stopped on one of them. And I was like, well, what's, what's going on? I need my money, my coins. <laughs> yeah. And it was about Valentine's Day. And I never forget, I went to the house to see with the family because the phone wasn't answering and that wasn't normal. And I went over there, the door was unlocked, and I pushed it open. It looked like Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, met my. Friday the 13th. Oh, my God. I sat on my porch and I cried. I, I'm a grown man. Damn. I'm 39. I'm like, where the hell did I let my life go to? But then, you know what? It took me about a day. And then I said, hold up, I got insurance. I got insurance. Thank God. You know, because I wasn't paying the mortgage. I didn't think the insurance was good still. Okay. But the insurance was covered. It was paid. It was an escrow they paid for. They ended up, uh, long story short, cutting me a check for like $65,000. Damn, look at God working. God Jesus. working, right? So wow. yeah, I knew, you know, being in the business, I knew people that could do the work for cheap. You know, they had the bids. They had their own company. Hey, this is $65,000 worth of damage. Got it done for about thirty-five. Come on, got it. Thirty to play with. Now I, stretch believe, it. I was far, I was behind on those houses. I was going to lose them, so I caught them up. Boom, boom. I caught them up. I think I had ten thousand dollars left in my name. I said, "Look, this is it. This is all I got in the world. I can make a dollar out of fifteen cents. I should be able to make something cook with ten thousand dollars." <laughs> you know? So Hell yeah. Hell got yeah. new renters, and then I just I just started going to work. I, I was leaning in that Bible. I was reading that Bible every day. And I was, you know, marketing heavy. And at the time, the programs that were out, and that's what differentiates you from other agents, is knowing what's out there. I had products for the people with 550 credit scores. I had products for the people with the high-end scores. And uh, I took advantage of that, man. And I marketed, you know, a lot of the company's listings. Because you realize when you're an agent in a listing, the listing belongs to the brokerage. Not you. Mm. So if you market it properly and disclose that it's the property of this home is for sale and listed by this brokerage, most of the time you're good. But you're marketing it as your own. So, because uh, I didn't have no money. My money was funny. My change was strange. But, mm. I mean, I'll tell you what. At the end of 2019, when I had 275000 damn, I, I still I spent probably like forty. dollars But still, two thirty five. I said, it's time to get loose. <laughs> it's time to get loose from it's ten thousand to, to a quarter million. Yeah, in six months. In six months, man. And That's why like, this shit is so crazy. That's why I love real estate because this is the shit I've been hearing from people that I've, I've talked to, mentors of mine, and people like I feel like the, my last manager broker. Shout out to her. Um, she said the same thing. She was going through cancer and everything like that. I've talked to people like you know because it, it, I'm going through it right now because I you know I come off of making six figures from cutting hair. I have other hustles going on and. When you go into real estate, it's it's not like uh, well the market was different obviously when he when he first came in the market's a little different now but it's still opportunity on the on the table and that's why I like that I I got to really I think God brought me to Andre to not only humble me but to also give me guidance because prior to meeting Andre I got a job offer at Porsche mm-hmm. literally right before I met you I was gonna go to BMW and start mm-hmm. selling cars literally mm-hmm. in January bro mm-hmm. literally that's what I'm saying like this is crazy like I told Brittany man I'm done real estate fuck it I can't make no money. I haven't had a deal since uh, September. This shit, I'm working hella hard, da, 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 and I was, and something said, so I, some voice came to me and was like, "Stop, you're you're tripping out. Relax. You, you you're gonna give up after you do all this work." And I was like, "All right, I'm gonna just chill." And that's how I ran into Grace. 
and then we're here. And then I, I, I noticed that, like, you know, I had to pull back on my finances. Like, okay, I'm, like, I'm not making as much money as I used to make because now I'm devoting my time to this. But you have to choose one or the other. Like he said, you can't be flipping and flopping. And I'm learning that now. I'm having to cancel appointments with people. I'm having to tell friends I can't hang out. People want to go do I, – I, I, there's a reason why I cancel Miami. You know, there's a reason why you have to say I have to focus on this. This is the bread and butter to my future, to my life. And if I want financial freedom, I got to sacrifice at least a year of my life straight to this and then you can get what you can get like he said i'm about to get jiggy with it so he went from ten thousand to a quarter million in six months so now what's the process looking like you got money because now it Mm -hmm. takes discipline to stay focused on the money Mm -hmm. you gotta remember that when you go from ten thousand to a quarter million in six months a lot of y'all would have been at gucci y'all would have been in vegas popping bottles Mm -hmm. of drays you know so Mm -hmm. you had discipline and and this is why i love the fact he spoke earlier in this interview about his parents you know his mom his dad he knew that wasn't who he was. Obviously, he still has fun in his life, but he knew, like, if that wasn't Andre going out there, being crazy, and he got a taste of that 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 last couple, that you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it 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 gets down to the to the top ramens in the in the. I gotta you know. It does. Well, it got to the point where I look. I didn't even want my kids around me because I didn't want them. That's to see I'm me going like through that right now. And, and I'm damaged, telling you, I'm literally going through this right now. It's with crazy. My kids. And yeah. That, I mean, my son hated me for a minute, and because you had to really lock in, huh? I didn't lock in because I was avoiding. Them. I'm like, look, if I can't take care of me, how am I gonna take care of y'all? If yeah, y'all I'm going through it right now, man. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. So I mean, it wasn't me chasing females or nothing. It was like, hey, I'm not in a position where y'all are accustomed to seeing. I'm paying child support right now. I'm telling my kids. They're like, Dad, come I'm like, look, it, look it's kind of tight right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you go so you go from the 10000 to the quarter mil. Mm-hmm. That's the end of 2019. Boom. 2020 drops. Hey, Bam. I never forget, too. I told, uh, my, shout out to Siobhan Maddox at Skyline. That's my girl. Uh, it's just my sister, man. I love her. She, I, I told her. We had a company uh, Christmas party. I said, I want to be number one because I was number six in the company. Or not the company at the time. I was in the office, number six. Okay. I said, look, I'm trying to be number one. Mm-hmm. I, I got the juice right now. Mm. I don't care who's in my way. I'm trying to be that top spot. Come on. <laughs> she said, I believe in you. Like, you got that You got that fire. And she said, very rarely people come in and do what they say they were going to do. And that year, I just took off, man. And uh, I had formed a partnership with three lenders, and we went crazy. And I think I sold 76 homes. Made seven hundred seventy-five thousand. I mean, I know these numbers because I mean they burned in me. I might as well get them tattooed. That was my my first full-time year in the business. Seventy-four, seventy-six transactions, seven hundred seventy-five, and I was number one in the company. Damn. And then I was like, man, I got, I got, I can't go back. I got, look, I know. That's twenty twenty though, right? Hmm? That was a twenty twenty. That's twenty twenty. That was when I took over the number one spot. In and the you got remember the world shut down that year, you guys. Let, I mean, we got to give credit where it's due. To, from fucking March to like what was it June? Yeah, they we was, couldn't even show. You couldn't, couldn't even show. show. I remember that because I mean, I was trying to I was looking into real estate. I was kind of talking to a female that was in real estate, mm-hmm. and that they weren't even letting agents show the properties or nothing from like I think it was like I want to say March till like Juneish, like March or April. But then when they came back, when, when they then they let us. It was in June, it was or roughly one around at a June. time though. Yeah, like, you literally your family's a ten, and you're like. Like only one person in the house with me mm. at a time. Mm. It was so, they made us jump. It was unorthodox. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it created such a frenzy because with that fear of COVID, nobody wanted to sell. Well, because inventory was low. No one wanted to sell because they didn't know if they could buy. So it created such a an auction-like bidding market on every property. You had 10 houses and a thousand people looking at these ten houses. Damn, that was that's crazy. So it got ultra competitive, and there's some real ones out here, man. They're, I mean, we got the good, the bad, and the ugly. So it takes a real one to win when you're literally on average competing against fifteen offers at a time. And he sold seventy six that year, y'all. Yeah. Right? If you know anything about real estate, 
Um, what, he's, what he's saying is when you do paperwork, there's something called a 22 AD, and then you got to make sure the contingencies is like not in the in the way. Mm-hmm. And then what's the other form I'm thinking of? You got you got you got you contingencies have, yeah. 22 AD. And all the, 35, uh, that's the waving the, that's, uh, the AD is the over ask. Uh, yeah, can, additional, can you, additional down. How much over the offer can you yeah. ensure yep. with your own money? Yep. Um, and don't put an inspection contingency. I was going to say, that's the 35. Uh, I mean, they wanted you taking homes as is. It's yep. like, yep. hey, you want to marry my daughter? Yeah. You're like, hey, what yeah. she look like? Yeah. Hey, she's bad. Yeah, but there's 10 other people that want her. Yeah, yeah. You know? And then you so, had cash offers coming through, too. Yeah, you did. Yeah, cash offers coming through. It was very competitive. You guys are trying to say, that's what I'm saying. This is this is not normal. Like, he did 76 houses in the middle of the this is when the market started. It caught fire. And, and I remember when Trump announced when COVID first took off, he dropped the rates down. Then he, didn't the rates go down or something? Yeah, they went down even further. They man. went down further than what they were at. I remember. I remember sitting at a park. I was. I was. Because they were in the threes. Yeah, and they went down like two point eight. Two something. Yeah, two point eight. I remember. I was sitting at a park with a girl, and I was. It was in Vegas, and I, and I remember I read that Trump announced the rates are going down. And da da da. And I felt like that's when the market just took off, and that was the middle of COVID. And um, I was coming back up to Washington. Which is funny. I was homeless at the time. I was going through all that stuff with my shop. I had just lost a quarter million dollars, and I knew like I got to get into real estate. And I was hearing about people like you, like man, people are just killing it, killing it, killing it, killing it. Well, even the regular people were killing it. Yeah, I mean, people. That you didn't have to work. You didn't have to do shit. You just they had to go to up there, show a house. Hey, I want it. And then people were doing. They were they were buying it. And so, but but I'm saying that if if you were competing with 15 offers, your your relationship got to be strong. Your your mouthpiece got to be right. Mm-hmm. He knew what he was doing because he was able to pull off. I mean, a miraculous uh, victory and then be consistent because at the end of 2020, he turned around in 2021 and then did it again. Yeah, we did 90, 94 transactions. Oh, he did 90, and made $1,065,690 that year in GCI. Oh, my God, It was man. crazy. It was, to me, because they— Hold on, hold on, hold on. This, not to interrupt you, sir. This is with no team, though. No, They no need to understand this. No He's TC, doing this by no himself. Team. No TC. I, I think you guys—that's why I'm saying, like, I probably sound crazy when I'm talking about Andre. People probably don't believe it, da 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 he had no team. He had he had himself and three lenders and, and a, a laptop. And Jesus. <laughs> He's outside the freeway pulling over right Jesus. offers. We're going to give Jesus his props because, like he and said, God he fed the masses with little, right? Yes. So he had my back. So I had him. Yeah. And, I mean, he's he's been so good to me. If he didn't do anything else for me, he's done more than enough. But, uh, yeah, we did 94, $1,065,970. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. To me, a million-dollar agent isn't the one that sells a million-dollar in volume. It's the million-dollar GCI. And mm. I always said, can I do it? And me and my lender's theme throughout this whole journey was, why not? Why not? He said, can I do 10 in a month? Why not? Dre, I think you can do 20 in a month. Why not? I did 20 in one month, 275000 in one month. I ain't never made no money like that in my life. Damn, I said, let me run that back. And I did 19, 250000 I'm like, did we just break five hundred thousand in two months? Oh my God! Jesus Christ! Oh my God! Jesus I couldn't Christ. even imagine making that kind of money in a month. How, how do you, how do you reframe? How do you say so disciplined at your craft and at what you're doing? How do you say so disciplined? Because if it's me making quarter million right now today, Taz, my, I might be a little off the deep end with it. Um, but now nah, I'm just joking. I mean, I probably would really have to sit my ass down somewhere because I'm like, I don't want to go back to thinking real estate is fucking hard and it's mentally. It is so brutally mentally, it's mentally brutal on your mind because you don't know when you're going to get paid. Right. You have to almost be a psychopath to believe that you're going to get up every fucking day, do the same thing, call clients, go to open houses, and you're not making no fucking money, and you don't know when you're going to make money, and you still believe in that shit. So that's why I said his testimony is beyond remarkable. He needs to be on CNN, if you ask me. I mean, my podcast, shout out to my podcast. I'm going to shine like where I can shine like God has given me that platform to do that. 
I'm a shine light. But when you see, especially now, let's take a little bit back a little bit. We're in Washington mm-hmm. State. This is not Atlanta. This is not Houston. Mm-hmm. This is not New York. This is not Miami. We are in Washington State, where there is point. I mean, four percent African Americans, and we are predominantly at a twenty nine percent Caucasian market of people. Now, I'm not saying color matters, but he said it earlier in the interview. People can kind of look at you and kind of have, you know, oh, he's, you know, he's, you know what he's doing, X, Y, Z. And it's not easy because people kind of have judging mentalities. Um, he did something that is very, very, I don't want to give him make excuses or give him, you know, anything of that. But he was able to do that and not use his skin color or use like, you know, anything that would have blocked him from doing what he did. He's got there. He knew he knew his shit. You know, he knew he knew to go on these houses. He knew how to write these offers. He, he studied the game and was able to use what other Asians weren't doing, and that was having knowledge. The knowledge that he had was not, it wasn't bought, it was learned, and he kept it, and he used it. And that's, that is so important because we're only taught as African Americans, you got to play basketball. Mm-hmm. You got to go out here, you got to fucking play football. You got to go be a rapper. You got to go be a pimp. You got to go out here and be mm-hmm. a thug. And, and my man, he's a millionaire, and I'm, I'm going to keep it 100. I've been hanging around him. He's not flashy at all, you guys. He's not He's not running around here with Rolexes on. He's not doing all the... The, the loud barking shit. He's a, he's actually really humble. I mean, I'm a little. I'm way more flashy than him. I would I would I take a page from his book. He's a lot relaxed and reserved. And I mean, in I mean, have you always been like that? Yeah, I mean, for the most part. Well, I think yeah. I mean, there was a period of time I probably was acting up. Yeah, because I'm saying because you, know, you making yeah. quarter million, you ain't out here. I mean, you ain't. Nah, because you know what, making money ain't new to me. Damn, you know? <laughs> it's not new to come me. On, it's true to come me. Come on, come on. I've been doing this for a while. So like, even when I was 26 and had 500 thousand in the bank at 26. I mean, it's because I was selling. You know, I, was, I, I sell. I'm in sales. So I think what humbled me, though, is to make that kind of money, have have millions before, lose it all. Damn. And then come back and rebuild. Damn. And you look at money a little different. Okay. Because you know how quickly you can lose it. Facts. I agree. I agree. So I think it's like, and when I first got into business, I remember uh, Robert Montgomery. He was the one that introduced me to the business as a whole. And, I, you know, he he was a crazy motherfucker, but I love him. He, he took me out to El Gaucho's and we sat down with a group of white men and they were all, you know, the beautiful thing about being around rich people, you never have to worry about the bill. That's fact. Somebody got the bill, <laughs> and, you know, and he told me, I want you to act like you've been here before because you're going to be here Damn. a long time. Okay. So it was almost foretold Ooh. to me. Like it spoke on me like, you get used to this lifestyle because this you're going to be around this. Damn. So I think lo- having it, losing it all, and having to grind my way to the back. And that's why you like, even when you touched on sacrificing, there's sacrifices there. There was times people want to see you. They want to spend time with you, and you're locked in. You're locked in. You got to make your money. You're locked in. If it's hot, if the water's flowing, you got to keep filling as many buckets as you can Damn, while it's hot. that's real. So that's real. That's, I was locked in, and I, wanted, I knew my dream could come true of, man, let me get out of this hole I'm in. I dug myself out of one of my closest friends. He's like my brother. He said, I didn't think you were going to get out of it. You, know, you probably were 200000 100000 in debt. You owe money. You're losing your houses. And then you caught everything up. You got millions in the bank. You're just chilling. Like, you did that. Damn. And I'm like, no, that was God that did that. Damn. So he just, he wasn't done with me. I respect he, it. That's... I love being a part of people's testimonies because it, I'm the vessel he's using. Yes. I, I used to tell my clients, I'm, I just appreciate you allowing me to have a front row seat. You, God was going to bless you regardless, but he chose me to be the vessel to bless you through. Damn. And thank you. Damn. And, I mean, it's still to this day, I feel that way. And, so. and, and, that, and that's, and that, damn, that's amazing because it, it, it just, it just speaks, it speaks volumes of, you know, your character. Um, and you're able to get up because you, you, 
obviously you got the point is the money money isn't everything you guys you, you know no. we all think oh i want a million dollars i want a million dollars i want all this money but you know what you I, I i can understand you know you get to a point where you're just like you're here to add value to the world add value to people yes. and he now he has a team you know he's working on i can't give too much of the details right now until we got some back-end paperwork clearing through the back end but he's he's now going into a, a role where i i think god's about to really take him to the the, the upper level, you know what I mean? The real next level. And I think that, you know, he he believed in something. He started, he I think he, you know, he was kind of on his own journey. I think God kind of shifted him. Um, and I think it's it's it wasn't by an accident. I think God's using him, like he says, a vessel to, uh, he, he, he poured into him. He gave him all the tools needed. He gave him all the knowledge he needed. He gave him all the humbling he needed. It reminded me of the, you know, the story. I was telling somebody this at lunch earlier because we, ha- we have a lot of similarities. Um, I'm a little, I'm a little more flashy. I'm a Libra. I'm flashy and whatever, but I have a lot of similarities as Andre. Um, I, I make shit look good. I can make ten thousand, like a hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. I can make a hundred. We we know how we know mm-hmm. how to stretch this shit. Like yes. we, I could stretch it far. You might like, hey, we, uh, bro, listen, I know how to do this. And that come from my, our parents. My mom, she would, she wouldn't have shit. We would make that fifteenth to the thirtieth. We would make it stretch. It would be mm-hmm. spaghetti for the whole week, not for the two days. It'd be for the whole week, or you you'd be, you'd be meatloaf for the whole week. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's about stretching and making it last. And um, it's just good that God used him because it's like the story of Job. I told somebody said lunch. You know, we both touched rock bottom. We both. I went mm-hmm. from having Porsches, five barbershops. The guys that I had in the barbershops, I thought they were my guys. They ended up snaking me out and going to open the barbershop. I'm upper level. They called it next level. These guys, I taught how to cut hair, gave them my everything, and I hit rock bottom. And it reminded me of Job. It reminded me of Job as well. Mm-hmm. When, the, when the devil tests you, he's trying to break you. You know, He's trying to break you down like, ha-ha, you don't got nothing left. You know, And God is – I think that's when you hit rock bottom, you got to really look at God and – Get into that word and understand, like, okay, God, you 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 didn't, you can't have brought me this far. There's no way you brought me this far to fail me and then make me give up. And then when you reach, you gonna reach down to something so deep inside of you, and you gonna go, you gonna go out there and go get it. And I think that's very, 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 very remarkable because I've been there. I've been sleeping in my car at Walmart, you know. And honestly, you know, I, I used to think it was embarrassing, but you know, even when I'm at my lowest point, people would probably know you was at the lowest point because we show that shit so good. You like, mm-hmm. I can't tell he's doing bad. Like, um, me and my mom had a talk last night, and, I, you know, prior when I got back on my feet from the, the loss I had in 2020, losing all my money in my shops and everything like that, Trump gave us the last stimulus check. I lost some money in the shop, 250000 Trump gave us a stimulus check for $1,200. Took the $1,200. I met Brittany. I came down here, got it rocking, started shaking and baking, took the 1200 and I bought Rockwell. And so he was going through a testimony in 20, 2016 to 2018, 2019, and look how God was driving both those vehicles to come to this lane and then bam, we, we, it, look how it connects. You know what I'm saying? Because I went through the same thing right when he went through it. You know, as he was coming out of his, I was going into mine, and God was using both of us as vessels. And he, and, you know, I, I have a large database of clients I deal with in the barbershop community, obviously um, in the turbo business that I'm in. I meet people every day, and I tell them this story because people only see where you're at now. Correct. You know, I wanted people to really understand who Andre was behind the scenes of the hundred houses a year because I get to hear the full story in meetings and I get to see what's really going on. It's like almost talking to Birdman or Jay-Z or Master P. That's why that's how I look at him. And I think you in my eyes he is a Master P of of, of the Northwest. He's the the Jay-Z of the Northwest because we cannot just go reach out to people like him. And when I say that is a lot of these big agents that are millionaire agents are not going to give you the time of day. I mean, even if you offer them lunch at Ruth Chris or take them up to Daniel's Boiler, they're not going to give you the time of day. He's coming back to the community 
into the village and he's pouring life into us and giving us a shot at this shit. You know, he's giving us a chance to say, hey, I'm not going to give you the leads and give you the money or give you what you need, but I'm going to give you the opportunity to learn this shit. And then let's see how you can build you a foundation of uh, clients and a legacy of business. And that is more important because if a man, go, if a man is willing to teach you how to fish and take time from his business that he got going, you got to commend him for that because he don't owe nobody nothing. He already built this business. He knew what he was doing. He was he was kind of on the freeway on his own in his in the in the in the, in the lane by himself, like just kind of cruising. And he said, "Nah, I got a bigger calling. God gave me this opportunity to really get reset. Now it's time for me to reset how I'm a reset and make him move how I move. And uh, it takes a lot. You're still going, bro, and you're still getting up every day. He's funny. He's getting it. He's got he's got he's got some great shit going on. And, and you know, I I had to I had to really bring this interview to the light. Um, and I'm a, I want to I want to share testimony as well. Like, I think it's just if you agents are out there, you're coming up in the game, you know, take a page from his book, man. Do not give up. I'm going through it right now. I've been having talks with my mom. This is the most humbling. This You know, this is the part about this journey is that's harder than 2020 was in 2020. I had I had got a little bit of, you know, uh, I want to say leeway because we were in a shutdown. Now I'm going through a reset of money being tight because now I'm having to be in meetings. I'm having to be out. I got to I got to I got to go show these houses. I got to buy the suit. I got to I got to move around and I still got business that got to be handled and it's it's the most it's the most um humbling time but it, but I'm so hungry and so encouraged by being by individual because if he did it, I know I can do it. I know I can take my time sacrifice where I need to sacrifice that. It, maybe it's not going out to eat every day. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not going to hang out with 10 friends that want to go to Miami or Cabo. Er, you know, it's crazy right now. Everybody going to Cabo. Everybody doing this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, you know, I ain't going to lie. I'm insecure. I'm like, damn, I can't go. I got to focus. I got to lock in right now. And uh, talking to him, it brings back to, it sheds light back to it. I talked to Roman, my boy Roman, that's doing a, a, he's a high volume hitter. He said the same shit. He said Taz back in 2016, my boys was taking trips, buying new cars. I was at the house learning the MLS. Learning the paperwork, I was making the cold calls. I was touching people in the sphere, and and look at him now. He's a millionaire, like my man's. Um, and shout out to my boy Roman. Um, so getting back to getting back to honor, I just wanted to kind of let that out because it's important. Get around somebody you can lean on, um, and get stuff from because he's a vessel, and you're able to come around him, and he he kind of gives all of us, you know, the team around him. He gives us the 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 light. We 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 I see things in text messages that you know, um. People would pay for this information from this man. They would have to pay him to see what he's saying or hear what he's doing. And I get it for free. I get to just sit back. And sometimes it's not about handing somebody some money. Sometimes it's about giving them the scripts and the knowledge and the, and the tools to go apply them. And then you can become the Andre Jones, the top producer. And that's that was important to me. And I think God made no mistake. I'm supposed to be here. I literally was going to walk away from real estate less than 60 days ago. And I was done with the shit. So now that I've met him and I've kind of got to really, it's it's put a spark back in me. I can see it online. I'm a presence online. I've been motivated. I've been, I'm, I'm like, yo, I want to show houses. I want to, you know, I want to do all this stuff. Um, And, you know, we went to a listing appointment yesterday. Am I able to speak on this? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So I want to speak on this and, I, and I'll get back to Andre. So um, I've been grinding. I've been grinding hard. I've been on the phone. I've been making my moves. And um, I picked, I got, I came across a, a deal, you know, a property that was a Fizbo. Learning this language from him. It's called a Fizbo for sale by owner. And, um, you know, we went out to the property, Andre, you know, he's so, he's there. He's, he's there for me. I'm in traffic. I'm, I'm in my Tesla trying to get around people. I'm like, I gotta get this property. I get this property. And, um, get to the property. Andre's already there. He's, you know, he's, he, I'm sweating bullets in the inside, but I'm not letting him know I'm sweating. I'm like, okay, I got paperwork. I got my listing. I got my listing package. Okay. I'm ready to go. The, the, uh, the homeowner pulls up, (laughs) Andre hops out black suit, like. 
let's do this, man. Let's get it. We go in the house and, you know, I got to see him in action. And it was so, it was just, it's almost like walking with, like, if you got to hang out with Kobe Bryant or, like, Michael Jordan or, like, because he's a Michael Jordan in real estate right now. And I'm like, damn, this dude, he's just in the house. Bam, naming this. Bam, naming that. Bam. He's just in the in the, the, the guy that is a homeowner. He's kind of looking at Andre like, he's yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's that, that is this, this, and that. That's the lot of signs in it. Andre's breaking down everything about the house. And I was like, he's an expert at this shit. He gets it. He understands it. And he blew he blew me away. You know what I mean? He blew me away the way he his, his it just it just comes natural to him. And I was like, this dude was made for sales. I don't give a shit, especially real estate. I mean, like I wouldn't consider it sales. I call it a transaction because I don't want to give it the the sales fucking. It's not a sale. It's a yeah, transaction. Taste. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's, that's a bad taste. No, taste. he he's a he he conducts transactions, not sales. And when I see him talking. You know, um, and then obviously I kind of developed a relationship with the family and, you know, Andre, he just kind of pulled off. And it was it was it was amazing to see this is how this man has created a funnel of business because he knew his shit. And he didn't even he you know, it didn't even he didn't even he didn't break a sweat. It's almost like if you was at practice with Michael Jordan and you try to guard him, he just man, watch out. Uh-uh. Hit you with the fadeaway, spin away all net. You like, damn. He, but he 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 probably perfected that fadeaway prior to me coming to practice a thousand times. And he's mastered that. So I got to go home last night, and I was inspired. I got to, I got to tell my mom, I was like, man, this dude, he just, you know, he's just filthy, mom. Like he, 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 he just did this with, with no, with no, with no hesitation. And, and you know, you get around people in this industry that we're in, in any industry, when it's a lot of commission, people are fake. They'll, they'll, they'll stroke your ego. They'll, they'll lie to you. They'll, uh, they'll stab you in the back. They'll shark you. They'll do all type of funny stuff. I haven't felt that vibe with him, you know. And I'm from the streets, bro. I've been on both sides of the table. I've been in corporate America. And I've been on the other side of the game, you know what I mean? And I feel like he he's not like that. He don't come off to me as, like, a person who's, you know, shady or, like, he's in it for himself or he's going to just snake you. I think he got a lot of passion, and he got a God, God-like spirit. Like, he's not where he's at by by fault. You know, you don't get to – you don't sell almost 300 houses in three years, you know, and, and, and you did bad business. There'd be some bad reviews and don't buy from this guy and da-da-da-da-da-da's, and you don't hear that. You, it's silence. It's like literally crickets. You know what I'm saying? And he's he's on his way to, to to something bigger than real estate. I believe. I believe Andre will be coaching seminars. I believe that God is going to use his testimony, and he's going to keep selling houses and obviously be a big, huge agent. But I think God will he will string him down the road of lines, and he has to give this to the world. He needs to share this because especially with the urban community, the minorities, he didn't have that coming up. I didn't have that coming up. I was told. Go dribble a basketball, you know. Hey, go over there with the Crips, you know, man. Go over there and and, and and watch what them guys doing. And it was poverty, and it was Section Eight, and it was all that. So when we see this now, that's why chopping it up is such a, a powerful thing for me. And my people go, well, why do you post so much on social media? Because it was it was to give light that you don't have to go do that stuff, man. That that is it's called a trap for a reason. They call it the oh, I'm at the trap. Yeah, it's a trap because you trapped. You can't get out of it. And if they catch you. It's like a mousetrap. You're going down the line, and it's it's bye-bye. And you have a guy right here who's the same color as us that look like us, and he's making millions of dollars doing legal transactions with no looking over the shoulder, and he's building up a legacy of life. So what do you plan on in the next – what do you see yourself in the next 10 years? What do you, you've, you've made the millions. You've obviously – you've done – I mean, what more on the bucket list would Andre want to accomplish to mm. solidify his legacy in this life? Well, you know what? I'm just being obedient, man. I felt led to do this. I'll get to that, but I'm going to lead into it. As a, mm-hmm. you know, like you know, we one thing I like to do with my team is is provide coaching, not only for myself but other voices. 
because I feel like we can always grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things you hear, or Marvelous Marvin Hagler used to say, it's hard getting out of bed when you're wearing silk pajamas. <laughs> like, what more do I need to do? You know? But I wanted, I don't want that mentality. Like, I, mm. I, every morning I get up, like, I'm, I need to find a way to make a dollar. Let me find a way to make an impact. Uh, Damn. In our community, it sucks because we don't typically help one another. No, nope. Hey, man, where'd you get those shoes? Nah, I can't help you, bro. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to change that mindset. Like, I wanted to say, look, you know, at, at some point, I'm Michael Jordan, as you say. You are. You are, bro. I'm I don't not, care what you say. He's humble, y'all. He's Michael Jordan of this shit, He man. wasn't winning championships until he got a Pippen, mm. a Stockton, mm. a Rodman. Mm. So it's like, That is okay, true, because he didn't win his first championship until, what, 88? Or was it 90s? It was the 90s. It was yeah. 1990, actually. 90-91 is when they won the first championship. Shit. And, but he was a he was a beast from the 83, 84, all yeah. the way through. Yeah, yeah. But you could do more with more hands. That is true. And my biggest thing is surrounding myself with individuals that have that energy, that hunger mm-hmm. that I had. Mm-hmm. And pouring life into them. Uh, one thing I, I want to give a shout-out to Morjan Mohammed. Mm-hmm. It's my brother. I love him. When I was at my lowest point, rock bottom, because he had seen the highs and the lows. Mm-hmm. And he said, Andre, you need to remind these motherfuckers who you are. <laughs> and it struck a chord with me. It lit a fire in me. Because mm. he said, "I, you're the best salesperson I've ever been around. I've seen you sell people in your sleep. Literally, Andre, you went through a setback. But wait till they hear about that comeback. Mm. I mean, it did. It made me tear up thinking of it because he, he, he did that for me. Damn. So it was just like, oh my and god! And these is real tears, you guys. This is right. real talk, absolutely. This so it was talk. just like, yo, this dude believes in you so much. He said, remind these motherfuckers, like you're gonna make some sacrifices. He said, you didn't do it in one day. You, it took you years to build. Fuck. So here we are, year three, and it's just like, look at the, look at God. Yeah. But God also won't bring increase in turmoil. So he had to he had to put me through it. He had to break me down to rebuild me. Mm. But I feel like now, in ten years, I'd love to be the one speaking in seminars. I would love to have. It's, expanded it's coming. this operation it's coming where there's thousands of agents mm-hmm. and you have your own team and, and, or so you know you do you have people under you you're running your own business the person everyone that started with me mm-hmm. is multi-millionaires mm. and i'm just like i'm doing speaking engagements yes it's coming and if i want to work coming. i work if i don't i'm chilling it's coming and, and i think that's important too because like i said i'm not knocking the mike fairies and the the, uh, you know the Altman brothers and all these people that you know that get all the recognition. You know what I'm saying they, they don't they don't look like us. I'm not here to divide and you know throw any shade at anybody. But I'm I'm sorry, man. We got to give credit where it's due. It is a new time in America, man. We are seeing African Americans take the wheel, and this mm-hmm. is this is this is powerful. I mean, like you can you could try to dim the light and you know shun it and and and, and oh well, well you know whatever you know and nah, bro. This is this is a this is this is this is an impactful statement, and and it, it brings a lot of courage to me like i said i'm going through you know i just crashed my brand new c8 corvette um about a month and a half ago hit a wall doing 60 told the car the guy who hit me didn't have no insurance mm. the guy who sold me the car you were in the car business he fucked me so me pause you know in a long way uh he 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 he, he sold me the car and didn't put gap on my car mm. so that's why i told you like and, and, and i'm telling you man it's been a the, you wouldn't even know i'm going through this because i just keep moving and I went to a dealership. I said, bro, why would you? You had me sign gap paperwork, and you've been in the car, but you, you did finance. It was mm-hmm. the finance guy. Fucked me. Pause. A, a cuddle said that 
the, the Corvette C8 was $115,000. It was a new Corvette, the mm-hmm. new ones off the showroom floor, whatever, blah, blah, blah. We don't want to finance a car that's over $100,000. We need the car to be under $100,000. We'll do the term of the loan, which is 96 months, because I stretch all my loans because for my business. Mm-hmm. I stretch my loans out. And he said, they said, we'll put up to $50,000 on the gap. So that means, you know, obviously, if you guys know what gap is, the car gets totaled. Insurance pays what the car is worth at that time. Gap covers the remainder mm-hmm. of the of the loan and the value of the car. So the guy fucked me. So you got to remember, I, I, Christmas Day, after the Christmas, I had COVID. I get up to make a move. Crash car on I-5. Guy who hits me, tolls the car out. I, it's raining. I hit a wall. Spinning down the freeway. Hit 60. Bam. Hit the wall. The guys didn't have insurance. The cops are being assholes. And then I get fucked out of the gap. And I had to pay 20 G's out of my own pocket because mm. I didn't, you know, I didn't want my credit to go bad. So right. I've been, in, I've been in deal with the banks in the last couple of weeks. The dealership guy, he, he, he and him got into it, and uh, I, I just sat there, you know. Like I'm saying this just happened literally right before I met you, two weeks before I met you. I'm like, damn, you know, like I'm like, God, I did everything you wanted me to do. I went, I went and got right. I got in the gym. I lost weight. I started eating good. I left pork alone. I was, I left the, the, you know, the, 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 the females alone. I left all that, you know, demonic evil stuff alone. I really locked in, and and, and I felt like the devil came and said, uh, uh-uh, uh, he's trying to do it again. I'm about mm-hmm. to shake him up. And um, my boy Stanton called me. He said, Taz, I got a job offer for you at the port dealership. And I'm like, ooh, I wouldn't mind selling Porsches. And he said, if you don't want to go with me, I got the guy over here at BMW, Larry. And I'm like, I should go do it. And uh, yeah, I didn't do it. And I'm here now. And I'm, I'm like him. Nah, fuck that. I'm going to bet on myself. I got a couple credit cards left in the stash. If I got to max them out, I don't give a damn. We ain't about to give up on this shit because I feel like I'm going to bet on myself. You know, they told me, you got to be here on Saturdays at 9 a.m. and 8 a.m. and work 12-hour shifts. I was like, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. I'm not going to lie. I can't go from owning businesses and having my, mm-hmm. all my business and my investments and I come work for a dealership. So I said no. And look where God got me. A month later, I'm doing a, I'm doing a podcast with a million-dollar agent who sells 100 houses a year. And, I mean, I'm in the same room as him. And look what God has done. So you can't you can't tell me that God's not real. He's going he gonna to test you. He's going to see if you have faith. And then he's going to show you. And then when you sitting back and you like Andre, look, I mean, the, the, the appetite of stress is probably not the same appetite as it was seven years ago. Um, his stress is a little different now. His stress is what phone do I got to answer to get the next deal on the table, man. You know what I mean? That's his stress now is what phone do I answer? And that's why you got to sit down until you come up. Stop thinking you could plant the seed today and then get the fruit tomorrow. You got to go through all that shit he went through. He's older than me. And I, I, I look up to him because I understand that I'm not the only one going through things in life. You know, we all have this um, belief on the Internet that on uh, Instagram that everyone's, hey, I got the Lamborghini. Want to be like me? Buy my course. And it doesn't work like that. No, it does not work. No. Like If everyone could just buy a course and be rich no. tomorrow, everyone will fucking have a Lamborghini and houses and yachts on the water and shit, man. So, um, Andre, you, you, you have a lot of colleagues out here in the, T- the Northwest, Tacoma, Seattle area. Um, how do they look at your success and everything that you've done? And, and how do they – do you get um, – I don't want to be negative, but do you get like not from the college, but do people be hating, or do you get like a lot of ah uh, oh, man? He just nah, you know, believe it or not, even like one of my my most fierce rivals uh, when I I used to be a lender, he called me. He said, "Andre, I'm so happy for you. Mm. I liked you better, rich anyway." Mm. And I said, "Good job, guy." And he actually does business with me to this day. We didn't we didn't even like each other. Damn, look how God works, you man. know. And now this he, is crazy he, because my story. I will give this credit to my ex-wife. She said, how will you know who your real friends are if you don't take your mask off? Like, as future reference. You got to let take your mask off and to see who the real people are because everyone th- wants to be around a winner. Yeah, when the confetti when you, falling, yeah. you go yep. do some real shit, yep. who's going to be in your corner? That's facts. So, unfortunately, with my story, it was, you know, very public in the sense of, damn, 
he went from balling to shit, you know, and I was like, it was embarrassing too. It, it is embarrassing. Like, it is. You know, but then to come back, I said I have unfinished business. Brother spoke life into me. It was just like, you know, you just like Jerry Rice said in the Hall of Fame speech. He said, I just kept my head down. I never took the time to stop and look. Oof. You Oof. just keep working. Oof, At that's the a end good of the day, one. when you know, just keep working, keep working, keep working, because it's still work to do. Yes. But it was just like, wow, look what we've done in three years. And now we have an opportunity to change lives. But I've, I've loved the stories. They say, hey, look, ain't nothing like a story where a man fucks his life all the way up and comes back and shines. And my biggest thing, my story's not done yet. No, hell I mean, no. Nah, hell no. Nah. I've gone through a test to get to a testimony. But now I'm in this new season in my life where I'm like, now let's build something that's going to be everlasting. Let's, let's build yeah, a he build, he build, he build, and He built something that's bulletproof. Waterproof. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's. I get to work. I guess I get to work alongside him all day long. I get to see the the, the full guts of a real estate. Like, you know, um, when we come into this industry, they give us a life raft. They throw it. They drive us way out in the middle of the ocean. And they say, "Hey, figure out how to get to shore." Um, they're not teaching you how to do. There's a, there's so many different elements of real estate that I've learned in two weeks. It is it's mind blowing being with Andre in conferences. I'm I make sure I'm at every meeting that he says be at. I make sure I, I come. I do the calls. I do, I do everything he asks me to do because I, I know that he got the he got the blueprint. You know, you're literally working with Muhammad Ali or the Floyd Mayweather or the Michael Jordan or whoever you want to put it. Your LeBron James. This is it because, like I said, you we I don't I mean not to even be like hating it, but like, is there any other minority agent doing what you're doing out no, here? No, in fact, that's I had a crazy. Call, that's what I'm trying to say. I had a call the other day from a new 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 agent, and he he did his research. He said I looked at the top 20 agents in the state. <laughs> It was the, the only man of color was you, and you were top five. You were in the top five. Come on, man. And I'm like, I don't have a team. Come At the on, time, man. I didn't have no team, and I, it just warmed my heart. Like, Lord, look what you did for me. Man, like, this you guys the, understand. Inspiring people How many color, agents like, are probably in Washington State right now? Let's just keep it 100. Uh, over 22,000. 22,000 agents, and you got a black man that's at the top five. You top know what I'm saying? In the, in the state. Come Absolutely. on, man. I don't, I don't, have, I don't have to... I don't have to beat this to y'all head no more. I don't have to stress about it no more. It 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 the 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 shit is here, man. And I'm telling you, God has brought Andre some fierce fierce hustlers. And I'm a when I tell you I'm a hustler, I'm a hustler. I'm a I'm a I'm a turn a penny into a dollar and a dollar into a hundred. And I like I said, them road when Andre was going up his crash and he was coming back down that road and I was going through mine. God has brought several lives and vessels together to create something big I, I i don't i don't see nothing that can stop this right now i think that you know he has things that i can definitely learn and i'm gonna and whatever i have over here that i can add to his arsenal i mean i feel bad for people because i mean i think like you are going to have to just you're gonna have to respect it at this point you, you, you're not you're not gonna be able to say okay well because i'm pretty sure there's rumors you know if the fly could talk on the wall in certain rooms they probably, you know, they want to know how he did what he did. You know what I mean? And he, we can't give y'all all the gems. We can't give you everything. There's a lot of sauce that's going on. But, you know, if, if Popeye's told you how she made her chicken or if KFC told you how they was around for so long, they wouldn't be where they're at. So you got to keep some of the sauce in the back of the, you know, the back of the, um, the room. But Andre, he, he's, he's great. And I, I wanted to give this interview to you guys. I, I, I'm glad. It, it wasn't even hard. I got guys out here that aren't even nowhere near where he's at and. They try to holly with me. And, I, and one thing about me is a chopping up is not just about real estate. It's not just about – it's about testimonies like this. We need to allow these young men that follow me and follow him and follow all of us to, to, to see that you guys can do this shit too. And we got to get out of that negative mindset. You know, um, it's 
it's here, man. The, 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 the opportunities, the platforms. YouTube is free. You know, he don't owe me nothing. This is a free interview. I didn't pay him to be here. He, just, he came and he said, hey, look, I got you. I asked him one time, Andre, I need you on, on Thursday at 4.30. Andre was here. He was, he was here before me. That's who the type of man he is. I had to go run and grab a Red Bull and get some allergy medicine real quick, and he was here before me. It just shows who he is, man. He's like, you ready? I'm like, let's get it, man. He was ready to rock and roll. So that's the type of man he is. He's he 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 has it. He doesn't have the, you know. He I you know it's funny too. Like, and I want to wrap this interview up is, I've been around him. You know you know how you see people like when you think like man he sold a hundred houses. He probably dropping papers there, dude. The man is as smooth as silk. I'm trying to tell you, like, but he ain't dropping papers in the meeting. He's just on the phone. He answering the it's bro. It's so smooth. I swear to God, like, I, I I'm I'm a very good judge of character. I I pay attention. Like, he don't he's not sloppy. It's very smooth. It's very on point. Even how he talks to people on the team. And but when he when he means business, he I do see him like he's he he mean business. You know what I'm saying? But I see like he's just real smooth and. That's something I can learn from him. Like, you know, he listens. You know, when he was talking to the list appointment yesterday, he was listening. Then he would respond. You know, he would listen, and then he would respond. So it's like there's a lot of things that you can take from this man's book and learn. And if you are a real estate agent out here, minority, um, or whatever you are, black, yellow, green, orange, pink, um, Andre Jones, reach out to him, man. He's 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 a good guy. He has a lot of game. Um, man, reach out to him. I think he's I think he's more than, more than willing to um, – Give you a little bit of a, um, you know, a little bit of advice and give you a little bit of push. I mean, he probably can't. He can't literally help you sell a house. I mean, I don't, I don't know if he's gonna do that, but I believe he will give you the tools and he will give you the the ways and you know that he got to where he's at. I think God's gonna take him to the next level. So, what do you want to tell people? Where can they find Andre Jones? Where can we? What's what's next for Andre Jones? Is something big coming out? Is there some kind of secrets that we got to talk about? You know, when I do things, I like to do them big. (laughs) Okay, Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Andre Jones. Andre Jones, uh, yeah. Andre Jones, managing broker on Mm -hmm. Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, You know. I just stay tuned. I said, look, I'm in the kitchen cooking. The food ain't done yet. But when it comes, you'll see. And the presentation is going to be there. But at the end of the day, I'm blessed. I'm humbled. I'm here for anyone that needs, hey, you know what? You want to pick my brain? Talk to I'm me. accessible. That's Talk one thing me. about me. I'm accessible. I've been where you're at. I'm still on this journey walking. I'm in the trenches, too. But I'm not too good. Uh, hey, God looks at you no different than he does me. with a same. So if I can be a blessing to you, hey, feel free to reach out. Something. Man, 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 and I, and I, I'm, a, I, I love it, man. And it's, it's so much to do. It's chopping it up. Episode, I believe nine. Um, Andre Jones, amazing guy, amazing guy. I, I just want to give him his flowers now. I wish I had like a bouquet of flowers to give my man while he's here. And that's just that's, that's not fake. That's real. He, he needs his flowers, and he needs to be, you know, praised for what he's done because it ain't done every day. I'm trying to tell you all, it ain't done every day. Um, with that being said, man, y'all follow my boy Andre Jones. We got a lot of big stuff on the way. I can't let too much out, but just stay tuned. I think there's going to be some great big announcements coming in the month of March. Um, it's going to be some cool, cool stuff going on, and all you can do is sit back and watch and just stay tuned for what he got going because the man's cooking like curry in the kitchen, you know what I mean? Cooking it, whipping it up, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's chopping it up, episode nine. It's your boy Tasman Holloway, top producer Andre Jones. Um, man, we're going to sign out on this one, man. But you guys follow him, follow me. Make sure you guys hit the subscribe button. Like this video. Get it in the algorithm. We need every, every, everybody to just go get your license, sell some houses, buy some real estate. Reach out to Andre Jones. Reach out to his team. I can't give you too much other than that. we signing out. I'll see you all in the next episode. Chopping up. It's your boy. It's your boy. It's your boy. It's your boy. I'll see you all later, man. Peace. All right. Let me see. Let me make sure my boy. Where was she at? Where he at? Where he at? Here we go.